0: list this will be fun
1: welcome to another episode of roll the credits podcast with aaron and brian um today we have a ton of news for you guys um out there Uh, unfortunately we missed last week there's been a lot of connection issues and stuff dealing with um various probably on my end um faulty wi-fi and such um so I'm, i'm broadcasting from a different area today um, hopefully this goes and works. Um, yeah, if not, crossed. yeah, fingers crossed. If not, I'm just canceling the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um,
0: well, not really, but we'll figure. We, we we'll figure something out.
1: Yeah, we'll 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 make things work. Um, anyway, so yeah, a lot of things to break down this week. Um, we're gonna get started with some reactions to the Emmys that uh, were on Monday night, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As well as quite a bit of Marvel news we've got two reviews time. for you guys <laughs> uh we, we saw a simple favor the new paul Feig movie um as well as white boy wreck the new matthew mcconaughey um vehicle um and there will be some more talk we will absolutely get around to the joker and all the stuff coming out this week about that we are really excited yeah, about so that stuff um, and at the end of the podcast, we're going to be doing our top five drug-related movies, seeing as we saw two movies this past week that were both relatively drug-related. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, break it down. We will get kick-started with some any reactions. Um, anything on your end, Brian, you wanted to uh, talk about here for the Emmys?
0: Uh, not too much. Unfortunately, I didn't get to catch most of it. I saw some here or there and then watched some clips in the morning. Um, probably my two biggest shockers out of it was that uh atlanta didn't win anything for comedy wise i think that's a great show very well, and, and it's very funny and uh then you'll say the same thing the marvelous miss Maisel, that's on amazon prime i heard it was a good show didn't think it i haven't watched it so i mean my opinion's invalid about it but it won like six emmys so so it's surprising what do you got to say
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. Maisel, uh, I don't know how you say it. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely on my watch list now. Um, It did win Best Comedy, I think, like, Best Writing, um, uh, various other awards. It it was the big comedy winner of the night. Um, Same with Game of Thrones in the drama category, which we all kind of saw coming. Um, My biggest surprise was probably two victories for Barry um, with Bill Mm -hmm. Hader and uh, Henry Winkler. Um, Like I had mentioned to you before, I didn't think it got as much buzz as I I assumed it didn't get as much buzz as it really did, I guess. Um, Very good show. Really funny. Bill Hader, um, one of the better... Uh, comedy actors out there um, so I'm really happy to see them win uh, Claire Foy won for best actress in a drama which is, is big crowd, especially yeah. going into I, I believe she's out now as they, they make Elizabeth older mm-hmm. um, yep. so she's had a hell of a run in that. I, I haven't personally watched it but it has won Emmys these past couple years mm-hmm. uh, so no surprise there really um other than that, I mean, the assassination of Gianni Versace kind of took home a lot of the mini series, limited series awards. Mm-hmm. Um, not really surprised there. Um, no. uh, otherwise, everything kind of went the way I kind of expected, uh, ex- except for the proposal, which that is one of the more wilder things I've ever True. seen in an award True. show. Um, for but those she said of you, yes, that, so. yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> Good for that guy. Um, if you didn't see the Emmys, um, a guy who won an award—I'm sorry—I don't have the name or anything. I know that he won for um, the last year's Oscars. Uh, went on stage and basically proposed to his girlfriend in the audience while accepting yeah. the award. Um, landed a lot of claps. Um, oh, good yeah. for good for that guy. Um, really really good for that guy. Um, yeah, other no. than that, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of takeaways from the Emmys. It kind of fell the way I expected it to on a lot of a lot of things outside of Barry. I was a little surprised that Atlanta didn't win anything, I don't think. Um, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it. That's all I really got for that. Um, we'll move on now to uh, about four pieces of Marvel news. We'll get kicked off with the biggest... News of the week: um, We got our debut trailer for Captain Marvel. Uh, yes! Ryan, as the Marvel expert, what is your opinion on it? Oh, expert! Wow.
0: Um, I mean, I loved it. Uh, as in case you didn't know, if you didn't watch the trailer, you know they kind of throw you right. In. It takes place in the '90s. They make sure you know that by the trailer starts out by her crashing into a blockbuster. <laughs> It's very funny. Like, I watched that uh, show by parents. My dad was like, oh, yeah, it takes place in the 90s. Like, yep, that's what it's there to remind you about. Um, yeah. <laughs> looks, I mean, it's Marvel, so it's going to be good, And then, it, but it looks great. I think Brie Larson will do a great job. Um, Samuel Jackson is in it as in Nick Fury, but they, like, you know, it takes place in the 90s. So, with CGI, they de-aged him by 20 years, and he looks just like he did in the 90s it's it's crazy it's the technology is real advanced and really cool um it'll be interesting to see um just how this movie will be with ronan from the first Guardians of galaxy is in this um the ben mendelson is the villain i mean that's what he always plays but and he they're the scrolls skulls or i can i always mess up how you say their name it's gross. Um, but they're basically uh, they're an alien race that their main thing is they can shape shift, which makes them very uh, deceiving and stuff. Cause you never know who really is who they say they are. Um, but yeah, I it'll be great.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, um, the the blockbuster thing at the, the beginning really kicked me um i really enjoyed that and yeah that that's just a quick like hey we're in the 90s kind of thing mm-hmm. um yeah i was a big fan of that um brie larson looks like she's gonna kill it in this movie i'm really excited after getting to finally see this mm-hmm. uh post trailer i got my my new segment um my i hate people um segment of the week <laughs> Where, where somebody complained online that the trailer, um, Samuel L. Jackson had more words, like twice as many words as as Brie Larson, um, not understanding that like you know he that, narrated the
0: trailer. Yeah,
1: like that's what a narrator does. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and there was this whole like people just like telling her this person like shut up. And it was great. Um, I. I <laughs> so yeah that's my I hate people uh little of the teaser week. of the week um but yeah other than that yeah i, I cannot wait for this movie um it looks great if you haven't seen the trailer definitely go check it out um oh, I, for sure it, it it's gonna be a fun movie especially leading right into avengers four um yes. whole cast looks good like I said brie Larson's gonna kill it um she <laughs> kind of mocked the uh the internet talking about um how Captain Marvel she isn't smiling like ever in any of the things um, and, and went about putting smiley faces on all the character posters for previous Marvel movies because they're not smiling in any of them either um, so that was a little fun little thing this week um, going through that um, if you're a fan of minor Marvel characters such as Loki Scarlet Witch um, great news disney's new streaming platform they are planning on doing solo little uh limited mini series for many of the minor characters that will never get solo movies um kind of the extra characters throughout the yeah. whole uh, Avengers avenger saga which is really cool um if they are looking to sell people on their streaming service this is a hell of a way to do it yeah, because this is they, a great they, way to do it they have gotten my money Um, as far as I'm concerned Uh, especially if they're bringing back the people like they say they are Um, Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch and um, Tom Hiddleston as Loki and and whoever else they end up deciding to bring um, through for these yeah I, i'm in 100 percent. i want to see more of those characters in, in in a smaller role you know they don't need full-on movies but like a limited series like eight episodes or so oh, yeah would be cool a lot like their uh netflix shows um yeah really excited for that um moving on from that to another piece of marvel news um the eternals marvel movie has been announced uh, i'm gonna let you take this because i actually did not read anything about this um you're the only one that did a little studying on it so take it away brian
0: yeah there's not too much to be known about it as of right now but um like there's not even a release date set for it yet i'm assuming it'll be like 2020 ish um but they announced it and they have a director for it um just a little bio thing that says on indb it's just uh the saga of the internals they it's the about the race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilization throughout time. Uh, but they're all, they're based on Marvel characters. Um, that's all we really know about it. They announced the director will be Chloe Zhao, um, who uh, is not a really big director at all. She's only actually directed a few things. Um, the biggest thing actually just last year she directed a movie called The Rider. Uh, Rider that's about a, a ca- young cowboy or something but it got really they got critical praise. Like I think I looked at a ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and I think that's one of the things that interested Marvel towards her. So um but yeah it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up.
1: Interesting. Um yeah, uh, I can't wait to read a little bit more about that going forward. Um also uh pretty big Marvel news um Kevin... How do you say his last name? Fahey. Okay, that's what I thought, but I I wasn't sure if that... It was weird. Anyway, uh, Kevin Fahey is going to be heading the X-Men and um, Fantastic Four franchises that are coming over from Fox in the big um, Disney deal, which is the exciting news that everybody was kind of hoping for. Um, I'm very very ready for this. Uh, I'm ready for them to be integrated and a part of this and oh yeah and all this fun stuff as you know like i'm a huge x-men fan like and uh fox has done an all right job with a lot of it but you know i marvel just is head and shoulders above of pretty much everything out there right now so oh, yeah. them they... getting it and, and it's going to be in great hands i'm excited and hey fantastic four may finally get a good movie finally
0: we it deserves a good movie like uh, it's the characters are great in the comics. Uh, for guys, if you don't know, Kevin Feige, he's who he's the president of Marvel Studios, like who runs up all the Marvel movies. So all this greatness, like he's been in charge of it and has overseen it. Um, so him, though he'll be taking these under his wings. Uh, it'll be great. I just saw read an article yesterday or the day before that. Uh, there was a new study that came, or a report that came out that listed like the most powerful people in Hollywood. And like he was sixth on the list, which for just someone that's a head of a like a head producer, it's really high. Like the top of the list was Bob Iger who runs Disney Studios, and so he was only five behind like his boss. And so uh, it's gonna be great having him take over. Maybe we can get them done properly, and and then integrate them with the current MCU, and we can get that Avengers X Men crossover that everyone's been wanting forever.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean I'm not surprised that Bob Iger is number one. Like he, he's I mean he's so powerful that he single-handedly stopped the Guardians of the, Ga- uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. Yeah, uh, so good good for him I guess. Sure. Um, Brian, can I ask you something? Sure. Can I ask you for a simple favor to get us kicked off into a review?
0: Sure. What's that simple favor, Aaron?
1: Um. Could you tell me a little bit about what you thought about the movie *A Simple Favor*?
0: Sure, that sounds like a simple favor. Um, yeah. So *The Simple Favor* has Blake Lively in it and Anna Kendrick in it. Uh, they both man, did don't a, sell,
1: don't sell Henry Golding short on that.
0: Come on, man. Henry Golding was also in it. If you don't know who he is, he was in *Crazy for Jason's back in August.
1: Hell yeah, he was.
0: <laughs> Great job with that, you did. A, uh, almost as good of a job in this movie. Um, but yeah, it was a very interesting movie. It's this mysterious kind of thriller movie. Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick are like opposites, but also they become like best friends and of sorts. Um, they both are do great jobs in their roles. Uh, so Blake Lively's character supposedly you know, goes missing. They can't find her, but then there's different twists to it and... Oh, it, it's really good though uh great movie you noted uh after we watched the movie that it was almost as if we wrote the two characters like <laughs> you you wrote uh blick Lively's character because she was uh very vulgar and very outgoing or just yeah very vulgar and very, of sorts
1: yeah, like very vulgar very alcohol related <laughs> and i had a lot of f-bombs like
0: and i had written uh, anna kendrick character who uh you know I always threw in uh, fudge and darn and that. I mean, that's the stuff that I say though. So I mean, it, it was funny that you made that note, but it's a. Uh, I'll let you continue. It's a very good movie. Like you take it away.
1: Yeah, um, I gave it an eighty out of hundred. I, I enjoyed the hell out of this. Um, if you like Gone Girl, but also like comedies, boy, do I have a movie for you. Um, it it plays just like that. Um, you know, like you mentioned. Uh, without giving away a lot of the movie, Henry Golding plays uh, Blake Lively's husband. Um, she's kind of a mysterious girl; um, not a lot's known about her. Um, the other parents kind of talk about her behind her back. Anna Kendrick's character kind of becomes friends through playdates and stuff like that um, with their kids. Um, and she, you know, Blake goes missing, and Anna has to is trying to find her, and and there's a, a long hunt for it. Um, but, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, if you're a fan of any of the actresses or actors in it, uh, um, definitely go see it. Or if you're a fan of Gone Girl and comedies, like I mentioned before, it is right up your alley. Because I loved it. Um, not the best movie I've seen this year. Far from it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, like like I told you, like it, it was straight up like we had written this movie. Um, it's Paul Feig's best work yet, which... Uh, his stuff has been really hit or miss, so I don't know how much praise that really is. Um, <laughs> like Ghostbusters, I reboot I didn't like. Um, the Heat was all right. Uh, few, yeah, a few few good things, few not good things, but it was definitely his best work yet. So if you're a fan of Paul Fei as well, um, definitely go check out A Simple Favor. Um, I gave it an eighty. What did you end up giving it, Brian?
0: Uh, I honestly I actually settled down with a seventy five on it because one of the biggest issues with it or the two things. One, I feel like it started out, like, the first half an hour was really fast-paced, and it was just, like, really wasn't sure when, like, how the movie was going to go and whatnot. And then by the end of the movie, I felt like it tried to be a lot of different genres. Like, it was a comedy, suspense, uh, mystery, uh, a little bit of a thriller. It's a drama, and then also a drama, but also like a rom-com I don't know it felt to be too much at once I guess if you're gonna be like a comedy thriller like stick with like two or maybe three genres not five or six
1: yeah yeah it, it did kind of take on like as many as many things as it possibly could um which I, I mean I was fine with I think it did everything really well it it, it the, my first initial reaction when I was driving home was that it's a movie in three acts. Um, it, it really breaks it down. It is a comedy straightforward in the first, it is a drama straightforward in the second, and it is a dramedy in the third, um, basically. Um, and, and yeah, there's a lot of twists and stuff. It can be a little hard to like, keep up on what's going on. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I gave it an 80, you give it a 75, Um, adding in user scores on IMDB and all that other good stuff. Um, a simple favor comes in with a 76.7, uh, Mm -hmm. which ranks it like, I think like 15th or somewhere like that Um, in our our movies. 19th, actually. 19th. Okay. Um, still the top
0: half. So that's good.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely a good score. I mean, we haven't seen a ton of bad things either. So like, um, not bad. Um, highly recommended. Definitely go check that movie out um moving on we'll get into a little bit of a couple tv notes um daredevil season three we got a like a teaser trailer i guess i'd call it um yeah. and a release date october 19th if i had so have that correct. soon um i love netflix for telling us that they're dropping something like a month before they drop yeah. it um not having to make us you know wait <laughs> three yeah. months it's um, not like
0: oh hey this will be coming out uh, in spring of 2019 it's like oh hey no this is dropping in three weeks like get get excited
1: oh yeah it, it, it's beautiful um i haven't gotten around to it yet but like i noticed like they dropped like hey Ozark season two is dropping in a week and i was like awesome <laughs> like yeah. i don't have to wait around for it
0: that just dropped um, uh, the, the, new, the new show called maniac just dropped that's with emma stone and uh jonah hill that looks crazy they yep, just drop uh, drop great shows here, everywhere.
1: Yeah. Um, I wish they could do the same with movies. Hopefully that changes I, I some time point down the line. Um, but yeah, their shows are re- pretty remarkable. Uh, I wish I had more time to get around to them, honestly. Um, and also, uh, for any horror kind of suspense fans out there, um, huge news this week. Uh, one thing that I was super excited about, Twilight Zone reboot is coming out soon. Uh, I believe 2019. And Jordan Peele is going to be hosting it and and narrating it, and I am super excited for this.
0: You're traveling through another dimension. Another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. A journey into a wondrous land land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The Twilight Zone.
1: I grew up when I was younger watching Twilight Zone with my grandmother a lot. Um, always messed me up as a kid. <laughs> that, and, that and I used to watch the X-Files at like 3.30 in the morning um, when i just randomly wake up before school and stuff. So if you're wondering why I am the way I am, that's yeah. pro- probably well, that's, a large reason explains why. Um a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm super stoked for this. I can't wait. Jordan Peele is amazing. I'm like 100 100- percent bought in on pretty much anything he wants to do from here on out
0: yeah i mean i'll check it out uh jordan peele's great and i never really watched any original uh the twilight zone
1: yeah you might uh, enjoy it it's not really it's it's more it's right up jordan peele's alley it's not like oh yeah spooky scary it's just like like suspenseful thriller scary yeah it's more like oh god the world could be this way um yeah uh so anyway um Space Jam 2. <laughs> it's actually happening. <laughs>
0: Finally, yeah. <it> was announced, <laughs> All of announced.
1: this talk about Space Jam 2 for the last decade, it feels like, with LeBron James is officially going to happen, it looks like. Um, they dropped a little like image with four lockers. Um, the director for it, uh, LeBron, Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny, and we also now know that Ryan Coogler of Black Panther fame um, and Creed... The first one, um, he is going to be producing the movie. Um, super stoked on that. Uh, yeah. he He's he's one of the biggest names in Hollywood right now, especially with Black Panther getting uh, Oscars buzz. Um, I, I'm sp- stoked for it. Um, I, oh, yeah. Th- um, they want to bring in MJ for a role in the movie, which I'll be interested yeah, to see if not. that Throw happens. Throw a cameo in there. Uh, I'm interested to see... What other NBA players they end up putting in here? Um, uh, maybe they'll we'll get a J.R. Smith drop in. That'd be nice. <laughs> he could play one of the monsters. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. This this will be fun. I mean, the first movie was a fun, funny movie. Don't get me wrong. It's not like a spectacular m- movie by any means.
1: Oh yeah. Uh. But
0: <laughs> but it's it's just it's fun. Like it's like it's Michael Jordan playing. With you know your Looney Tunes characters and monsters that are all animated playing basketball, it's just goofy, but it's fun. And now they're doing a second one with LeBron. It, it'll be it'll be good, hopefully. So
1: uh, I'm just excited because I just know it's gonna stir 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 up the MJ fans. Um, <laughs> oh, true. Because let it be known, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, just gonna drop that in there. Uh, it's not a sequel, it's not necessarily a reboot, it's kind of just its own movie apparently. Um yeah, that's all I really have for it. I don't really I didn't really read a lot into it. It is I re watched the original Space Jam like last year and yeah that movie is it's funny, but it's it's so dumb. Um I'm kinda of going on this binge of re watching movies I haven't seen in many years and realizing a lot of them aren't very good. Uh much like Draft Day. Draft Day sucked. Um <laughs> uh Anyway, so uh Kingsman 3, we have a release date for it, November 8th, 2019. To be 100% honest with you, I did not know that they were even making a third one, so this was yeah. some s- sort of pleasant news. I mean,
0: you uh, know, trilogies are always, people always try to make trilogies out of movies, so I I'm guess you kind of expected it, but.
1: I'm more upset that this isn't just going to be a statement standalone. Um, it just popped yeah. up on my facebook feed from like a couple of days ago like a year ago when we went to see the the second one and i'd mentioned the statement um standalone film wish we'd get that um instead we're gonna get another kingsman which is fine uh last hey. one was decent i think i gave it like a 70 or 65 or something yeah, like that first one was better but yeah uh, it wasn't super sold on it um taron edgerton i'm very it's very hit or miss for me um We'll see. Um see what happens. Uh so anyway, uh, also Zombie Land two is set to begin filming in January. Um that I did know about. Yes. Um I'm super excited for that. As we had mentioned before in the podcast, I believe, the original cast is coming back for this one. Um which is even better. Um can't so much wait. Better. Hope there's some more Twinkies in this one. Um oh,
0: yeah. gotta have the Twinkies.
1: Oh yeah, gotta have the Twinkies. Oh, um, yeah, it'll be
0: great to have all the those four. To, if you haven't seen the movie, I mean, it's a funny movie with zombies and end-of-the-world kind of stuff, but it, it's it's different and it's creative with all the rules that they throw throughout it. Having a second one, it's actually next October. Uh, it's when it plans uh, to come out, I believe, is the 10-year anniversary of the first one, so that's kind of why they're aiming for that. So, uh, yeah, uh, it'll be good.
1: Ooh, 3 nothing Detroit. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> So, we have officially got a Child's Play reboot. I know you don't really care about this, Brian, but uh, we're on the verge of spooky season. Um, Child's Play, Chucky, (laughs) if you're not familiar with it, um, is getting a reboot. And it has got its main cast with Aubrey Plaza and Brian Tyree Henry. Um, Sounds good to me. Uh, I'm for it. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, Excited to kind of see. I was never a huge Chucky fan to begin with. Um, they're all right films. Uh, I've always not really appreciated. Two things I've never appreciated is demon children in movies um, and dolls. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Obviously, they're...
1: <laughs> they're
0: demon... what? Oh, no, they're, they're too spooky. I don't know if that's the word. The demon... dolls the well, No. the children? Both. Demon children, like, no and the dolls that's just weird and creepy this no
1: yeah demon children i don't mess with that man the omen screwed me up as a kid i was scared to death i was afraid like i'd get become best friends with somebody and they'd just be a demon and kill me or something it was, <laughs> i don't know um uh, it's even scarier when you're an adult to be honest with you um <laughs> <I'm> true <laughs> but yeah uh I'll, I'll definitely see it when it comes out um with that cast uh we'll see how it plays um i believe the i just read this morning that like the original like creator of child's play like bashed the the new picture of the new chucky or whatever Uh, i haven't really paid much attention to it um but we'll see as it as it goes on just wanted to let people know who the cast is um going back a little bit to what you were talking about with that new uh netflix show um carrie fukunaga has been tapped to direct Bond 25. And I'll tell you this right now. For as big of a hole as they were in to try and figure this out on the run and, you know, trying to get everything in, Daniel Craig's last one, um, trying to set deadlines, getting Fukunaga was a big slam get. dunk. Like, that, that's a big get. And he wasn't even one that was, like, originally rumored for it. So it kind of came out of left field. Yeah. Um, big if he get. Goes. Yeah, if
0: you guys don't know uh, who Kerry Fukunaga is, uh, newest show he just came out, uh, Maniac, we mentioned earlier. It's on Netflix. Um, He directed uh, The Beast of the Nation, which is arguably uh, the Netflix movie with the highest critical praise. It won some awards for it. Uh, He also produced and directed uh, True Detective, the first season on HBO that won a bunch of awards with McConaughey. Yeah, with McConaughey and Harrelson. Um, He was a writer for It. Yeah, the movie that just came out last he year. He was actually
1: originally supposed to direct it as well. Um, he was tapped as the original director for it, um, and he bowed out of that, I think, for... Um, I don't really remember the reason, uh, but yeah, he was originally set, too, and I think they kept some of his script. Um, yeah, um, big gift for the Bond universe for Daniel Craig's last movie before yeah. they move into a new um, Bond saga.
0: Idris Elba Bond. <sighs> Maybe. yeah
1: I don't know. We'll see. Um, February 14th, 2020 is when it's expected to, to oh, release Valentine's in the theaters. That's um, Hey, they got to put something out now that the crappy Fifty Shades movies are finally dead. Thank goodness. Uh, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they better be. I don't know. Game of Thrones kept going without other books. I don't know if there are other books, but uh, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we're going to tap out on news for the day. Just kidding. <laughs> I was um, about to say, what? The biggest stuff of the week, um, outside of the Captain Marvel stuff, we have finally got some set photos and um, camera work for the Joker. Um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker looks incredible. If you haven't seen it yet... Go look it up. It's everywhere. Go find weird. it. Uh, I'm <laughs> all the haters and losers can get lost on this, because like, this movie is going to be great. Um, yeah. They should cancel uh any plans to do it, another Jared Leto yeah, I, Joker? Um, the news or anything.
0: Like, Oh yeah, the Jared Leto and uh uh Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn and Joker spin-off is, uh found its writer or whatever. It's like, no, but why even do that? Like That's
1: that's a little bit all right if you have Harley Quinn as an main character, but if you, they were going to do like a standalone Joker film with Jared Leto like was originally thought of? No no throw that out the window no thank you like at that point i don't need to see two standalone single the joker great thing movies.
0: about Joaquin Phoenix a joker and that it does not have anything to do with the DCU thank goodness cuz that's a mess this will be great you know the first i was first video of him in makeup i was like okay it's a different take i like it but then i saw some set videos of him and he had oh he had that grin and the green some green hair and oh it just got me very excited
1: yeah, uh, he yeah he looks tremendous in it, um, and for anybody that may for any reason whatsoever not know much about Joaquin Phoenix or his history, um, he's really good at playing like that kind of like maniac creepy. loose cannon loose like creepy kind of character. Uh, I think he's gonna act it well. I think the directing is gonna be very good on it. The set photos he is dressed just great. He gives such weird, creepy vibes for the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super stoked on it. And
0: it has a good rest of the cast, too. Zazie Beetz is in it. Uh, Robert De Niro is in it. Um, there's other people.
1: Yeah, um, Zazie Beetz is playing, like, uh, his love interest or something like that that uh, may spark, you know, part of him turning into to the Joker and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I'm super stoked on this. Uh, I don't see how anybody really can't be. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it's going to be fun. I'm super stoked for it. Um, go check out the photos. Um, there are some videos of him getting off of a, tr- uh, a subway with a bunch of people fighting in the background. Typical Joker stuff. Looks great. Character looks great. Can't wait. Um, anything else you want to tap in on the uh, the Joker?
0: No, I also forgot uh, Mark Barron is in that. You guys that's right. Him. That's right. Um. um
1: yeah if you don't know who mark marin is go watch glow because that's a fantastic show on netflix as Very well. Funny. highly recommended um i'll talk about that more another time um anyway uh, our second review of the night uh white boy rick um such a funny name yeah i mean I, that was his nickname um yeah i gave it a 60 um it's it's long. It's 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 all. It, the funny
0: thing is, is that it's it's not that long though. It's, like it's only an hour and fifty minutes.
1: To put it in perspective, um, for everybody <laughs> out there, The Wolf of Wall Street is three hours, but it feels like two. Um, this is two hours, but it feels like three. Um, it just the story's fine the acting isn't too bad especially the the kid who's you know his first acting job um it's that's not really bad it just it's so slow and it just it is kind of just i don't know it doesn't feel like it ever really picks up it's trying to tell so many stories at once and there's so much going on that's kind of convoluted um and like i said it feels long like (laughs) halfway through the movie i was just like this has to be over soon and it was nowhere near over (laughs) like um i yeah yeah i just i wasn't huge on it um it wasn't terrible but it definitely could have been a lot better and a lot simpler um had they just tried to maybe not do as much uh that's all i really have for that like I i said i gave it a 60.
0: i gave it a 65. i mean Matthew McConaughey was in it. I think he was the shining light of it. Uh, every scene he was in, I think he did a great job. You know, he's <laughs> kind of he does a great job at playing. You mentioned before white trash. Um,
1: yeah, I mean McConaughey is like the white trash actor. Like he's not a white who trash he is as a person,
0: role. but as a act, he's great at acting it. It's. But uh, yeah, he was the best part of that movie. Uh, the kid did a good job. The story on paper, I think, could have been really interesting because you know it was like. World like youngest like Kingpin and informant and blah 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 yeah, all this I mean, stuff. The
1: story itself is a hell of a story. Like I went and read articles and stuff after I got home that night about it. Yeah. It's all based uh, on a um, true story and uh, I, yeah, I mean the, the kid for those of you that don't know anything about it, the kid, um Ricky Wersh Junior, um his dad, you know, sells guns and stuff like that in Detroit, like run down Detroit typical detroit um as i watch the, the f- football game in detroit um <laughs> uh yeah but like run down detroit and this kid's like 15 and he's you know working for uh, drug kingpins and stuff like that he becomes a drug p- kingpin um and he also uh, before he becomes his own self-drug kingpin he's working for the fbi as an informant is, all before he's wild. 16 it's it's a really wild story. I'd recommend, you know,
0: maybe there's a uh, book or something. I mean, yeah, like
1: I'd recommend reading some articles on it. Yeah. I, I believe he just got um, paroled. I think he's released like one of the next. I think twenty twenty Christmas Day, I believe. Um, so good for him. Um, yeah,
0: it was. Uh, the movie takes place over the course of like I think four or five years in the mid '80s, and yeah, at the yeah. end, you know, with most movies that are based off true story, they kind of set what happened to him and. Interesting fact about it is that. I mean, like he's—it's in the state of Michigan. Uh, he served the longest sentence for a non-violent crime in Michigan state history. Yeah. Which is interesting. He started serving it at the age of sixteen or seventeen or whatever. So. Yeah. And he um, only got out a few years ago.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: could have been better. I wish it was.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely could have been better. Uh, I wish they wouldn't have tried so much with it. But it is what it is. Uh, like I said, gave it a 60. Um, our combo score for it was 62.6 altogether. So mm-hmm. it didn't garner a lot across the board, really. Um, I think, it, it, to be honest with you, I got a 60 from me, and I think it was like the sixth worst movie I've seen this year, which I don't know what that says about the year and, and the things I've avoided seeing. Um, it wasn't Jurassic World bad. Um... <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Uh, wasn't nearly that bad. But, yeah, I don't know. If you're interested, go see it. If you're a McConaughey fan, go see it. Like I said, the kid was really good for his first acting job, so that's good for him. Um, otherwise, mm. um, I don't necessarily recommend it if you don't have interest in the case or any of that stuff.
0: But, you know, if you have MoviePass or AMCA list or something and you have free time <clears throat> you want to see a movie, go see it.
1: Yeah. Um. If yeah, you know, if you, a, good. if you have AMC, um, Stubbs A list, and you have free time, go see it. If you have, movie pass, and they decide you're allowed to go see it on a day that you have free time, <laughs> go see it. <laughs> um. I made the this this was my first week with AMC for those listening. Um. Finally I made, made the, the transition, and I like it a, a lot better. Um. Regal, please get your own. Please, system? Regal, listen to this or and listen your to own, us. Yeah, your own subscription system. And also, please get me a Coca-Cola Freestyle machine, and I'll be <laughs> yeah. m- more than happy to come back to your theaters.
0: Yeah, this MoviePass, mine's up October 19th, I think, the next, not this coming weekend, but the following two weekends after that, the 5th and the 12th of October. Really going to determine whether I stay with MoviePass or not, because uh, a lot of movies come out those two weekends I want to see. And if MoviePass doesn't let me see them when i want to see them then it's gonna be an issue you
1: know it's gonna mess you know it's gonna screw you
0: over (laughs) those two weekends there's like five or six movies i want to see and so (laughs) movies.
1: i swear like it's just gonna be like every day it's gonna tell you that you can go watch a house with a clock in its walls (laughs) (laughs) basically
0: (laughs) or some other four movies that are only showing at a hundred theaters nationwide
1: yeah or like hey like we know that um mission impossible is on like a third month run like you still <laughs> want to see it again like
0: like oh wait no you already saw this so yeah i'll let you see movie movies you're already seeing you know
1: no, never mind uh, so yeah that's our <laughs> Please, review of white boy that's all of our news and stuff for the week a lot of big news um check some of it out um let's go ahead and get into our top five uh like i said this week um white boy wreck being a drug movie um a simple favor having some drug usage in it as well we opted to do top five drug related movies um there are really no guidelines to it other than it has to have like at least a pivotal scene involving drugs of some sort um yeah drug use drug s- selling in yeah, some drug, form yeah drug usage whatever. drug selling manufacturing whatever i don't really care um i will go ahead like normal and pass it to you for number five uh your number five at least
0: yeah uh my number five uh this this list i wasn't really sure because i feel like <laughs> at first i was like oh, i don't know. i feel like i've watched a lot of drug movies and then i looked up some movies and then i there was more than five but it's, it's not like an absurd amount so uh my number I mean, five yeah
1: if you really think about it like you can find like even the smallest things like yeah. You didn't count them. Like I have like one or two of them on my list that like weren't super drug related, but like there was very key key scenes in it. That yeah. way.
0: Exactly. So I mean, there's. I didn't feel like going in death, but like, oh, I love this movie. Oh, there was that one 90-second, uh, second, <laughs> thirty second scene. Yeah. Uh, they did drugs or whatever, but um. Uh, yeah. So all right. So now on number five, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Funny mm, movie. Good pick. Uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, funny movie obviously involves drugs if you haven't seen it uh, you know the, the young looking cops that try and make the drug best bust in high school Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill funny guys that worked well together um it's just goofy but it, it was good it was funny uh yeah I'll let you go to your number five
1: uh, my number five um is the ultimate stoner movie um Without a doubt, Pineapple Express. Uh, it is not only that, but like it's it's so funny, top to bottom. Um, one of the better Seth Rogen films, um, amongst his catalog of really good things. Um, him, James Franco, Danny McBride, everybody in that movie was hilarious. Um, and even to this day, like I still watch it. and I, I can't stop laughing throughout it. Um, and no really need to describe the drug usage in it. Um, it's just a lot of pot smoking and growing. Um, so yeah, that's my number five.
0: All right. Uh, my number four made it onto a list earlier this year. Cause the movie just came out this year. Uh, Molly's game. Ooh. Um, there's some drug usage in that movie. So I was like, Oh yeah, that counts. Um, great movie. Jessica Justin does a great job in it. Um, deals with some, uh addictions uh through later in the movie with different issues in her life um but it's it's a great movie overall if you haven't seen it, i recommend it um i won't say much about it just because i've said i think it was two episodes ago uh it was included in our top five of the year so far um so if you want to learn more about it go back and listen to that
1: all uh, right, my number four, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, another movie with just high drug usage in it. Um, love it. Uh, to be I'm going to be honest with you, uh, Brian, when I first started creating my list, I really tried to make it five Leo films. Um, I, I couldn't, though. There wasn't really enough um, as I kind of looked through. Uh, but this is the pivotal one. That can, that can um, be a list someday. I can't limit it to five. Uh it's got to be <laughs> top top everything. Like I just need to list all of his movies in order. Um, but yeah, it' one a, a great movie. I actually saw it. It's a three hour movie, but I saw it twice in theaters when it came oh, out. Jeez, um, loved it. Uh, the story overall, you know, I, I get it. Like it's oh, it's a party boy thing. You know, whatever. It's an interesting story overall. Um, the guy's kind of a sleaze, but it is what it is. Um, but uh, it's a Scorsese movie. So that's, you know, that's great. Um, Leo is in it. That's great. Um, Jonah Hill is fantastic in it. And just a lot of drug usage, Quaaludes and all that stuff. Um, some real hit 80s shit. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, Wolf of Wall Street comes in number four for me. What about your three?
0: All right, yeah, going into three. I just thought of this. I want to <laughs> quick throw out a disclaimer out there. We're not promoting drug use at all. I mean, you want you do what you do. Um, but as a podcast, I mean, at least from my point, we're not telling, I'm not promoting drug, drug use. You know, if you want to do stuff on your own recreational time, that's harmful to your body. You have at it. But, um, I just want to throw that in there. That's my point of view. When you say it as a podcast, but my number three is, uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, great movie, uh, deal with, um, it's a cult classic, uh, Samuel Jackson, John Travolta, crazy movie. Man. You know, it's um so much. into it. it's kind of a long movie, but it's a very good movie. Very interesting. Um, it's Quentin Tarantino, so you I don't know. know. When movies.
1: you watched it this past year, you told me that it wasn't that great. So well, no, I said you it was said it was a very good on
0: movie. On right I said it was a very good movie. I didn't love it as like. It has a very large cult following, so I thought it would be a better movie. Than I thought it was, but it's kind of interesting. But it's still a, a very well-made movie. Uh, good I'm, acting I'm,
1: jobs. I'm generally curious. What would you? How would you make that movie better?
0: I'm not thinking about that. I don't know. I don't make movies, so my.
1: I don't know. Your that's... take just made me very angry. <laughs> Bringing <laughs> it, bring, to bring it back up again. <laughs>
0: uh. yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's. You know, America, freedom. I can say what I want. you know, <laughs> right, on that on that you, note, we'll just
1: you dirty commie. <laughs> whoa now, whoa if now. Anti Tarantino.
0: Look, no, Tarantino's opinions. a good director. Is yes, he has, has had a lot of critically acclaimed acclaimed movies. I haven't seen that many of his movies. <laughs> Uh, shame, pulp, shame. pulp Fiction shame. was an above average movie, shame. but wasn't spectacular as it's like in the it's like number four rated movie or five or something on IMDb.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't it put it up that higher. high. No, I wouldn't put it up
0: that high. I'll just Fire say wood. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. I'd put it number two. I'm assuming this behind is... the dark night.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll just we got off on a little tangent there. Uh, we'll pass it over to you for your number three. <laughs>
1: Uh, so I want to double back real fast correct we are not promoting the use of drugs Uh, I want to say though however that I am promoting the usage of your eyeballs to watch drug related movies Um, true like these fives Um, go see Pulp Fiction everybody Um, (laughs) number three (laughs) (laughs) number three I had American Gangster Um, Denzel Washington plays Frank Lucas a famous uh, drug kingpin um and Russell Crowe plays I believe the th- detective that kind of takes him down and stuff like that. Um, heavy you know. It's it's very heavy on the 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 drug aspect, obviously for the story. Kind of a longer movie, two and a half hours, directed by Ridley Scott. Um, great overall. Uh, one of my favorite Denzel roles he's ever done, which is saying a lot considering how many tremendous yeah, roles he has played. Um, um so yeah, American Gangster is my number three on this one.
0: Yeah. I've actually never seen that movie. It's on my watch list as are a bunch of other movies. Um I, th- I think it's near the top of my list just because, you know, it's Denzel and it's one of his better roles of of his great roles. Um so that I'll watch eventually, probably, you know. Uh my number two, uh, Sicario.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh the first one deals with the uh came out a few years ago with josh Brolin and uh benicio del toro and emily blunt it's um the kind of u.s government kind of bending the rules to try and take down the mexican cartel um very i mean very good movie good act good acting in it interesting story benicio del toro and josh Brolin. their characters they play are very different and very but they uh Contrast well together and uh yeah it's it's a very good movie unfortunately the second one wasn't as good but still a good movie I'll pass it over to you for your number two
1: all right uh I just want to point out right now that the Detroit Lions are 10 nothing on the New England Patriots I don't want to say that the Patriots are overrated right now but they might be um anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> So, uh, my number two is the, the Departed. Uh, it was tough one and two here for me. Uh, two tremendous films, both of which I gave in 95. Uh, the Departed, whoa, just a tremendous movie overall. Uh, one of Leo's best performances. I put it on the list strictly because of the scene, um, with him in the, um, office with, um, the, the counselor lady for the police, um, talking about wearing drugs such a great scene um, one of those that like I'd put into a entire like uh, I don't know video um, expressing why Leo is the greatest actor of all time um, but yeah like that scene alone just made me put this on the list um, the entire movie itself is amazing uh, if you haven't seen it um, please do yourself a favor and see it um, Leo, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Jack Nicholas, um, or Jack Nicholson, sorry. Um, Got the golfer stuck in my head after uh, Tiger won again, by the way, everybody. Again,
0: it's um, been like six years or five years or whatever, so.
1: Yeah, he's back. Tiger's back, okay? Whoopity-do. God. Get culture. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, But yeah, anyway, back to what I was saying about The Departed. Tremendous movie. Please go see it. Do yourself a favor. The entire movie is tremendous. Um, Probably one of the few Matt Damon roles that I really (laughs) liked. Um, uh, Again, to double back on it, hot take. Ben Affleck is better than him as an actor. Uh, And yeah, that's my number two. Uh, What's your number two, Brian? What's your number one? My My apologies.
0: Uh, My number one is The Departed. I, I, I double on what you said. A lot of it. Great movie, great acting on around. Uh, I'm a big Boston fan of it's, it's all Boston, you know. Yeah. And the acting is great. You know, you got Leo in it, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, Jack Nicholson. Uh, other great actors I can't even think of. Just fantastic movie, kind of. I remember first time I watched it, the, the ending of it. If you've ever seen it, I just kind of, like my jaw dropped. And I was just shocked by the final 15 minutes of the movie, great acting, great script. Um, honestly, my only issue with the movie is that it has, like, 200 F-bombs in it or whatever.
1: I don't see why that's an issue.
0: It's it's a little ridiculous. I mean, you're friends with but me. It's, yeah, but still. Uh, other than that, also, fantastic Have you movies. actually
1: ever been to Boston? Because, like, that's all I do. Yes, like, I've been
0: to Boston many times. And, yes, I know many Bostonians F-bombs. just... <laughs> <laughs> drop drop them all all the time but you know uh fantastic movie uh definitely uh recommend it yeah, uh, yeah if, you a, if you haven't seen it yeah
1: yeah um it's a wicked good movie um to to, there to, you go. to, put, to put it lightly um i put an f bomb in there but we're trying to not do that so there you go um my number one as you alluded to earlier number one for me pulp fiction um The scenes, you know, with Uma Thurman ODing and such. Um, I don't really care if I spoil it for you, people. Um, If you haven't seen *Pulp Fiction* yet, that's your own fault. Twenty years old. I mean, Um, one of it, and it's hard to put it like this because I'm like a lot of my list here is like two Scorsese films. This one's a Tarantino. Huge fan of both of those directors. Um, It is probably the best Tarantino movie I would say overall. Um, it, it has a lot of things in it, a lot of like acts to it. Um, but overall, everybody plays their part really well. Um, and yeah, her O.D.ing and stuff like that was it, it was some of the it was best. Wild. You know, it's one of the best like scenes in movies in the last like twenty five years overall. Um, just in general, everything that went on with it. Um, so yeah, Pulp Fiction comes in number one for me. Um, and you had The Departed at one. I had it at two. Um, I'm glad that we didn't have a ton of similarity with our list, um, for once. That's refreshing. (laughs) Um,
0: you see, the more (laughs) detail we get with our list, the, uh, less similar they get. So,
1: yeah. And that's what I, that's what I was hoping for. That's why I also told you not to tell me anything about your list. Um, Hmm? yeah. So, uh, yours was interesting. There was a few there, Sicario and such that I, uh, I, to be honest, I didn't really think about it. Um. When I was trying to like think of movies to put in this, um, that was a good one. So was the Jump Street one.
0: Um, yeah, I think a movie is the only one that immediately jumped in the two that immediately jumped in my mind were Departed and Pulp Fiction, and the rest I was kind of like looking up. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good movie. Oh, that's funny, you know. All
1: so. right, alrighty folks. Um, so <laughs> thanks again for joining us, uh, here on Roll the Credits. Um, find us on our Facebook at Roll the Credits Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Roll underscore credits pod, I believe it is. Um, I'm a little yep. rusty on this, unfortunately, because we did not tape last week due to um, connection errors. But it seems like everything is going great today, so that's yes. fantastic um, going yep. forward into the future. Um, thanks again. Uh, like we said, go out to the theaters. Um, check out A Simple Favor, and if you're into the kind of like real life stories go check out white boy rick um and i don't know exactly what the next thing we'll be seeing is uh, i'm hoping we can get around to something but there's not a lot promising up on the horizon until october comes around but um, then
0: Paul, Paul, what the, do they come around
1: oh yeah there's gonna be a lot of things once october hits um i know that first week, first week we have um a star is born which i'm
0: Star born. So excited uh, for Venom. Um, Venom, which um, I'm
1: lightly excited for, and High Times
0: of the Royal or
1: El Royale. El Royale, um, which I still don't know what that movie is about. <laughs> but the cast is great in it, so we'll see it. Yeah. Following week, First Man. Um, I know Night School is on my list, depending on what it gets. But I'm yeah. worried about it. Uh, I know you don't care. You're. You I don't know, like Tiffany Haddish, honestly. I yeah am. i know you don't so, enjoy
0: kevin hart's funny but tiffany haddish i don't i think she's annoying so
1: yeah. yeah well i think you're annoying but i still do a podcast with you every week thanks. Brian. um that's just how good of a person i am um, <laughs> yeah. I, I really yeah. truly am a blessing okay now <laughs> all right that's the end of our show guys thanks all right see you, everybody <laughs>
2: I and now that